Okay, good morning. We're going to say about the Mem Zayin, and we start at the bottom of Mem Vav. Two lines before the wide lines. Okay, so we saw as well in Mishnah yesterday, in the case, first we had a case where the Shor got an, a cow, and the cow was pregnant, or maybe a baby. And now the other way around, if the, if the cow got the ox, and we saw that then, the, and the cow lost its baby, uh, miscarried in the process. It's dedicated to Shirin Ushmot, those who've died in this war. And the Ptuim, Shabbat for Shleima, bear in mind also Elchanan ben Osnat, that's Vichadad's nephew, is in a coma still. And Chatufim, uh, and all the soldiers should be matzliach as quickly as possible. Okay, so the Mishnah says, we saw the Abraham Bukhara, the Gemara says, What's the Kalocha? A para should not get ashore, right? So the cow got the ox, and then we found the baby, this Uba next to it. So the Gemara says, What's the baby, this Uba next to it? So the Gemara says, Chatsi Nezek or Revia Nezek. You've got to pay half the Nezek and quarter Nezek. Remember, I understood the Chatsi Nezek Rashi, Rashi towards the top of the, about the, the third of the, of, of, of the Rashi there to the top. Quarter Nezek, Chatsi Revia. Rashi says, when we say a half and a quarter, it's all the Nezek except a quarter. It basically means what? Three quarters. Right? So, so, so the Gemara says, Vamai. Well, Rashi actually adds in here, Vamai. Why? Tahatam, it's a tam. What did he do that he gets three quarters of the Nezek? Can't tell half the Nezek. Right, everybody clear with the question? Because it says Palga Berevia, half and a quarter. You ain't talking to half. So Abar Abaya, there's a couple of answers here. Abaya gives the first answer. He says, no. What do you mean when we say Chatzin Nezek? He says, Chatzin Nezek is really Echad Mi Arba Benezek. It means one quarter of the Nezek. Why is it one quarter? We'll see in a moment. This understanding of the Gemara at the moment is that there are two people that own this cow. One owns the cow and one owns the, 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 the calf. And therefore, the person who owns the cow pays half the Nezek. What's half? Half of the half. So half of a half is a quarter. She says, no. We said, it's a shmone benezek. Why is it a shmone benezek? Again, it's half of the calf, which is half of half the calf, because I'm only a part in the half. And now, why is it only a shmone? Uh, even go get, go, we, 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 so, right, so, so it's half of a half, it should be a quarter. But it's a suffix. Was the calf there before? Wasn't the calf there before? Did the calf miscarry as a result of the goring or not as a result of the goring? So therefore, did the, ox, did, the, did, the, did the ox, did the calf participate in the goring? In which was I can, I can claim my 50% nezek from the calf as well because it participated in goring my ox. Right? And therefore, I should be half. And a half of half would be a quarter, so each partner would pay a quarter. But now it's a mutab so a chokin. So I only pay half of that because it's a suffix. And, we, and, 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 and that Sumchus, we saw that, 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 that we'll get to that in a moment. So I had a, about a 25 discussion with Noam yesterday about this idea of Sumchus. Because, okay, let's just finish the sugi and I'll tell you what, what, what my kasha was yesterday. So, so that, that, that's how Abai explains it. Look at Abai, Abai, Chatzin is a tiktani, ha'inu chatzit tashtumin, she'esh lapar, hof, im ein lo vlad, there's a partner here. Right? 
No, we still had a case where there were two owners over here. You're right, if it was one cow, if it was owned by one person, the calf and the cow, then the, 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 the ox coming, the bala ox coming to claim his money, because I don't care who did who, pay me off. You're right. But the boy said, no, we're speaking about two owners. One guy owned the calf and one guy owned the cow. Look at Rashi. He already sold it. He already sold it. Vida kadim tave lebal so now they're going to wait a second. If he came, if the bar of the ox came to the bar of the para and charged him first, as far as I'm concerned, it's you. I don't care. They, they give me a raya. But the one says, you're right. That's if he came to the bar para. But it seems like he didn't go to the bar para first. He first went to Ella the Kadim Tavela He went to the bar Vladchila. Why did he go to the bar Vladchila? Why did he first go to the owner of the calf? The Amalei Gelita Adachel. He should fully say the Baal Paris says to the, the, the Baal of the ox. Ah, the fact you went to the owner of the calf first means you yourself knew even there were two owners over here. So now you can't tell me that I've got to prove to you that I don't own the calf as well. Okay? So, so that's, that's our bias. So Robert asked the question here. Yeah, it seems like you're going by Sumchus, right? Which is 100% right. I mean, not, there's no rushes in any way. The only way we can explain it, if he's going to pay the eighth, is because it's mutal basafek, means that it's humchus. So now, before we get on to the Ikeda Amri for a moment, I don't want to spend too much time because we've got a lot of, we've got to catch up to today's stuff. But what troubled me yesterday was, when we started with the Mishnah, right? We had the Mishnah, and then, where was the Mishnah where we spoke about sumchus? We had the Mishnah, Bottom line is, Agamor automatically assumed that it was that 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 the Amishta was sumchus, and then we said cloud gadol amotzi mechaber lavaraya, and then we bought a bright if you remember that showed the machloke between sumchus and rabbanan, which means it was a brighter. So why did Rebbe write the Mishnah in a sumchus? I'm going back to yesterday's daf. And the Chachamim said, after that Sumchus, Rabbanan said, Motzi Mechamayim Larvaria. So you've got, you got to say a couple of things. Either Rebbe never knew about that brighter with Sumchus and Rabbanan, the Machloket. She never knew that Chachamim were cholek on, on, on Sumchus. Very difficult for me to, to accept that. Because the Gemara says, They're cloud guardian, Motzi Mechamayim Larvaria. Right? Or you're going to say that Rebbe Paskin Aloha like Sumchus. Which also seems a little bit strange. Why would Rebbe Paskin like a Dat Yachid? Because the cloud, you might argue that the klalim that we know, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, all those klalim, maybe those klalim came only after the Mishnah. Maybe. Maybe Rabbi, Rabbi wasn't aware of those klalim. But to say, Alakha Karabim Negede Yachid, and we say, Akhari Rabbim Lahatot, it's a Doraito already, Akhari Rabbim. So, I'm not sure. So, the those who want to say that Rabbi never really, we can't pass along from Mishnah. And that's a proof you can't pass it off from a Mishnah. 
But I find also a little bit difficult to, to, to understand. We can't pass the from Mishnah, but it's certain to me that when Rebbe wrote the Mishnah, he wrote it that you could pass the from Mishnah. That's why I wrote the Mishnah. So then those who want to say, well, look, that's proof that Rebbe was Rebbe, and as great as he was, we don't accept him. And then the argument would be that often we find when Rebbe's in the, in the Mishnah, so almost always the rule is that if Rebbe himself, his name is in the Mishnah, with the Machlokir other Tanaim, we don't pass Lochel like Rebbe. But our daft, by the way, we'll see in a moment that there's a Lochel like Rebbe, Mamash. Okay. So, what? Karen, Karen, Karen? I said, but Abaye here, well, you just, just the morning, he's, seems like he's Paskaling like some close to. But we don't Paskal like Abaye as well, right? Raven Abaye, Lochel like Raven, most time except for Yel Kagam. Okay, Rav is not here, though. So. No, but I'm just saying. No, Rav is here, isn't he? In that specific area? Uh, I'm a, no, the, 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 uh, you're right. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. Maybe, there, maybe there's a certain circumstances in which you do, you know, Simchus is... When we do Patak Sumer, we clearly that the Gemara chucked him out. We saw that we said, Simchus says, Cholkin, which is a clear refutation. Although we also we saw Rabbah, by the way. Then we saw Rabbah and Rabbi Yochanan the other day in the Gemara. We saw Rabbah also held Laksumchus. No, no, that wasn't Laksumchus. Sorry, that was, no, 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 that wasn't Sumchus. That was about, uh, that was a question of whether we have Lelo Kavona, if there's Kapara when it isn't Skila. So that was something else. Sorry, that was something else. Here we saw that. I don't know. Has, the bottom line is, I've got a whole article which uh, in 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 uh, which I found yesterday from the from the portal Daf Yomi, which discusses this whole idea here of paskining like Rebbe or not like Rebbe or like uh, Chacham or not like the Mishnah, like the Mishnah, etc. What did you? But what was your point, Robert? I, I missed that. I think Richard said it's right. On the other hand, mentioned a bite. It seems to talk about an eighth. That's Sumchus. But the more as you pointed out, it's called Gadol Vadin. Right. So it still uh, chucks it out. It seems like, like chucks it out. Because the Gemara says over here, but you'll see in a moment where I think there is over here. Uh, so that was the first version. The Gemara then says, Ikeh Amri. Afar gav the kadim tavle le bal paratchila. Even though he went to the bal paratchila, matzi matchrei de amale. Even though he went, we said that when he goes to the Balpara, so then we put the burden of proof on the Balpara. If he went to the Bal of the calf, and then it's clear that he knows it was a part, that there was a partner here. The one says, get Amri even the other way around. If he went to the Balpara first, the Balpara can say to him, you know that there's a shutaf in this in this calf, and therefore uh, and therefore leave me alone. So now look here, why he has Rava. See why I said is Rava in the in the picture? So I'm a Rava. What do you mean, Abaya? Okay? Here comes Rava. I knew there was Rava. Just, okay. Right? I'm a Rava. Right? Rava says to, him, what, to Abaya, what do you mean, Abaya? You're explaining it. When the Mishnah said, what did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said, let's look at the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, The Mishnah said, He says to Abaya, Rava says to him, Atu echad mi arba benezek. Where did you see it said one quarter and one eighth? It said half and a quarter. So it can't be what you're explaining it, Rabbi. If you were right that it said a quarter and an eighth, but instead it said half and a quarter. And I'm right, what are we talking about? Rabbi, like this. We were talking about a situation where there's one owner. 
And this is what the Gemara is telling us, is telling us. If the pyra is around, the pyra is located, it's intact, and we got the pyra. So then, you get 100% of your 50%. In other words, all your chetzi nezek, you claim from the pyra. Because, because why do we care? The pyra and the eggel, the calf, are owned by the same person. So we need 50% of our damaged animal. So you take it from the pyra. Later the para, this is the Khirush of the Mishnah. Look at Rashi. We talk about a Vatam. Right? And Mishnahim and a Migufo. You pay only from the Gufo. Vaamalay says Rashi. Havli kula palga izikam mim vlad. And the guy says, I want all the money from the Vlad. The Iunami Askan Bahadir Para, because he also killed my para. Right? Look in the back in the Gemara. Mishnahim Revia, Nezik mi Vlad. Then we are going to pay a quarter. Not a half. Look, the chad gufu who the chigar we can refer to the sefer the milta. Mishalim ne mina river. The niskav idach river mafsid lei. For afidu shav avlad kol pagniski says he's going to lose the other half. He's going to lose why? Time it lo yadin ani avlei bahad kinakcha ilo hava. Because we're not sure if he was involved. This all seems like some chusia. This even rava. Even rava. Right. He says because now you we not you want you want all the money from there's no there's no car around. So he's telling me I want from your calf. But we don't know if the calf was involved, was in the feet, it was in the stomach of the cow, in the womb when it kicked you, and therefore the calf also caused damage or not. But if we know for a fact that the calf was in there, then you can get all the money from the vlad, right? Even like Rashi says, So now the big question is, and I agree with everybody, it was asked question, the big question it seems here that even Ravi is telling us at the end of the day, if it's besafek, you get half. Which is like sumchus. So what happened to that cloud gadol, Amotzi Bechavar Lavaraya? Because you would have expected the answer to be, when the cow is around, so you get from the cow or from the calf. We don't, we don't know, from the cow. Or from the calf, because we don't know, from the cow. Because it's from a good to the tongue. If the cow is not around, so then bring me proof that the calf was in the cow. And then you get all the damages that you title to, which is 50%, or you get nothing. Correct? That's how it would have been. Anybody got a halocha there? Stephen, I, and Michael both aren't here. Is Michael sick, by the way? Anybody know? No, I haven't seen him for two days. Uh, and so neither Steve or Michael are here. Uh, was he yesterday? Uh, what is the, what is the uh, halocha? Anybody got a halocha there? He's got a stand out there. Lance, you've got a stand out. Right, this shear is heavily laden in art scrolls, I see. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody see what the loch is there? Lance? Yeah, so, so if in, uh, I guess there's a term, pregnant cow causes damage, half the cost of the damage is collected from both the cow and its newborn calf. Since the calf was considered an integral part of the cow's body, and it was a fetus, the cow's not there, half of the cost of damage is collected exclusively from the newborn. Half the damage, okay, so we don't pass like Sumchus. Rabba. He passed, but, but we passed like Rabba, but, but he said half is, okay, half, no, Rabba said only a quarter. So we don't pass like anybody there, we pass like Chachamim. The art scroll says, as a note, Sumchus has stated this opinion regarding situations where the disposition of money is inherently in doubt as a result of circumstances. When there is no inherent doubt, and the question arises merely from a plaintiff's claim, for example, Reuven advances a claim that a garment present presumably that's yesterday's stuff, that's to the mashkon, right? Sumchus does not require a defendant to divide the amount. 
And another qualification of Simplicis will is that it applies only when the disputed money or object is not in the defendant's possession, but is, for example, in a public area. area. Uh, that, maybe there is uh, a certain part of the Sumchus. situations where they apply Sumchus in certain situations where, but most of the time they don't. Okay, so now the Gemara says, now, now this is where the Aloha kicks in. Rabbi Latame, the Amar Rabbi, so it seems like Rabbi is being concerned. Rabbi says, Parish Hezika, Gova Mivlada. If the para caused damage, you can, you can take the money from the Vlad. Ma time a Gufahi. But that only makes sense, though, when we know for a fact that the Vlad was in the body. Right? And that's when the bloody, when we know the Vlad was there. Our previous discussion was when the Vlad isn't there. He says a chicken that caused damage, and you can't get from the egg. Why? My time a pirsha ba'al because it's sort of like so the chicken. The egg is like a like a uh, like a pirsha that you like uh, what you like offset. What do you call like a, like like a, just a <laughs> yeah? But he means uh, what's the word in in, in English? Pirsha. Secretion. Thank you. Yes. Look at Rashi. Dabar hamu fresh bimen. Right. Like when you like like oint like like something. That's right. But it's not. But it's more. It's a secretion. It's secreted from the body. It's not really the body itself, as opposed to the fetus. Right. For Amarava, come on. So what is it? Our ain shamin the parvi from atzmo, v'larvi from atzmo, and the shamin the v'alal gav para. But the question we didn't rab. For Amarava, now we got another loch of Ravava. Yeah. Again, if the vlad and the fetus now were gored by the ox, you, and now the ox owner owes damages, Rava says another locha, you don't appraise each one independently and say, you damaged my cow and you damaged my calf and pay me 50% for each one of them. You, you appraise it as if it was one entity. Why? If you would say appraise them independently, you're causing the, the, the mazik more damage. Interesting that, huh? Rava's concerned for the mazik. We don't want to damage, we don't want to stock him too much and take too much money from him. Look at Rashi. Mak mafsid, you cause him damages. Rashi points out, we ask a question, if that's the din, then what do we care? Then do it. Why are you having sympathy for the mazik if that's the aloha? It seems like the you should be doing it separately, but Rava say, have a bit of rachmonas on the mazik. The Gemara should ask that question just now. And so do you find the guy by mistake or whatever, chops off his ever's hand. Right, look at Rashi here. You don't appraise the hand separately. You don't say, how much would a person be happy to get paid to have his arm chopped off? How much would a person be happy to, pay to get paid to have his ever's arm chopped off? Maybe that's a, a more relevant situation. Right? The Vada, he says, the person wouldn't chop his hand off without a lot of money. So rather you appraise the image. You don't say, you see, there are two ways to appraise the value of the hand. What would a person be willing to get? How much money to have, an, to have his image have his arm chopped off? The moment he's got an image that's working pretty well for him. So now you've got to pay me a lot of money to agree to have my image hand chopped off. Or you'd say, how much is an Eved worth with a hand? How much is Eved without a hand? Probably the price will be a lot, the, the, the difference will be a lot less. Because to pay a person to have his arm chopped off, or to pay a master to have his Eved's arm chopped off, you have to get a charge a lot of money. As opposed to an Eved with an arm, with an outer arm, the price might not be so different if you're going to buy them on the slave market. You still got another arm, right? Still serve you tea. So that's, that, 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 that's the example. So we see that uh, at all, when, you, when you're doing an appraisal, in, in, as a general appraisal, it's always lesser amount. 
לכן אתה מוצא במזיק שדה של חבר, סייד טו איזה פרסום ואני דמג' איזה פרנס פילד, רש"י, קוצץ את זה וצ'ופט דאון איזה טריז, או אכל ערוגה אחת, או איזה אנימלס קיימים ואיתו וואן אוף הפיירס אוף אג'יטיישן. אין שם נתן לו, אין שם פרייז איט נאסלשן, אלא שמין בית שיער, באותה שיר סי, כמה שעוד אבריג' בית שיער, אינט פיפטי בפיפטי, ראט? אמז אוף הפילד בי וורת, כמה הייתה אפשרית וווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו So these are all the ways that Rav says you, 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 you appraise it on the lesser value. So now the Gemara is, I'm going to ask Rav Ashi, 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 on what Rav has said. V'yidinahu. And if that's the din, then l'ikhush mazik. Then why am I defending the mazik? Then appraise it independently and get more money. So he says, now why am I shum da'amalei? Because he could argue with him, parama abarte ezaktich, parama abarte shemainach. At the end of the day, mister, You had a pregnant cow. My, my ox damaged your pregnant cow. I'm paying you for the value of a pregnant cow. Not for a cow and a calf. Okay, that minute that the calf was born, suddenly the guy's now got a cow and a calf. But when, when his ox gored you, on the assumption that the goring might have been before the cow was born, all I did was gore a, a pregnant ox. What's that one? Yeah, but, but that's quite obvious. That should be the way it be. I mean, a cow before it's pregnant is, say, worth 100 rand. No, it's not before it's pregnant. While it is pregnant. It's a pregnant ox. Oh, to say it's an ox can't be pregnant. Oh, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, Why did it? A cow can be pregnant. A, 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 a bull. Let me say, didn't Robert sent out that thing about an ox can be a girl, can't it? Can be. Ox can be. No, it can't. Yeah, it can. Robert sent out that thing to us, to the Dafyomi group. That a bull can only be a male, but an ox can be a female. Okay, never mind. Whatever the case is. Okay. A cow, a cow, I won't confuse you with the facts. Okay, carry on. Yeah. A cow or an ox that is pregnant is worth more than a cow that isn't. Or a, an ox that no, is we're not talking about pregnant. No, no. But the question is, is a pregnant ox worth the same as an ox and its calf? No. Of course not. So that's why Rav is saying that don't value now a, a, the ox and its calf, a value a pregnant ox, which is worth less. And you're agreeing, because you agree that an ox and a calf is worth more. So it comes along, Rav 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 Ashi, right? And says to him, why did Rav say that? Why is he trying to defend the, the, the mazik? If the din is that he should appraise it as two separate entities, and get more damages, why is Rav saying appraise it as a lesser value? Okay? That's the question. So he says, because at the end of the day, the guy can say to him, at the end of the day, all my car, my, I did was damage your, car, your pregnant ox. So therefore, so therefore appraise me as, as that. So the Gomorrah says, so the Gomorrah accepts that. Now the Gemara asks another question and says, now we've got this ox that was pregnant. Now look at this, when an ox is pregnant, so there are a couple of elements that appears to the value of this pregnant ox. The one is that it's got a lot of fat in it because it's carrying extra fat in it, I suppose, to sustain the, 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 the fetus. And it's also bigger because it's swollen up now and it, I suppose it looks more impressive. And if you're going to sell it, it would be worth a lot of money, but it looks like a much more impressive ox. So the question is, now that this fetus is miscarried, so now it's like a pshita parad dechad with lab dechad, if they each belong to each other, 
if you already had sold, if you had sold somebody the, the, the unborn fetus, that would become theirs when, when it was born, it belonged to somebody else. So the pitme lebal para, pitra says, mashes shaminota shumana. If you're going to appraise it, the value that it had for the extra shuman, the extra fat inside, how it would belong to the Dval para. The havlad machmatei lo atishumna, because the fat, he says, the extra doesn't come because of the fetus, it comes because of the animal itself. However, the nipchama, what about the fact that it was expanded and it was swallowed up and it was bigger and inflated and it had a much bigger presence, which would have got it a bit more money on the market? Who does that belong to? They lost the nipchina. Right? So Rav Papa Amar Lebal Parah, Pasi go to the Baal Parah, the owner of the cow. And Rav Achabrai Dravika Amar Cholkin, you split it, the Hilchete Cholkin, and you split it. I don't think this is a Sumchus. Huh? That's what Cholkin means, 50-50. Of the Shur, of the Pitma, of the Pit, of the, of the, of the, of the, of the Nipcha. No. Only the value of the nipcha. So we're going to say now, we're going to now have, like, you know, like when you grade a diamond, you've got like 10, uh, how many, what do you got? How many, you got five, uh, uh, what's it? There's a the rule there. What's that rule there? Does anyone remember, Daddy? What's it called? I mean, you made a very present diamond. It's five, the C, the five C's, I think, right? Oh, there were four C's. There's carrot, cut, color, and whatever the case is. So it seems over here now, the same thing with an ox. When you evaluate an ox, you're going to have the, the, the size of the ox, the color of the ox, the shuman of the ox, the nipcha of the ox, all the different things are going to get a, a, a value. And when you split up the valuation, he's going to get half, he's going to get half. Okay, let's go. New Mishnah. So now you've got a guy who's got all these, he makes all these jugs and jars and barrels and whatever the case is out of, pottery, out of pottery. And he brought them into the Chatzabalabait and without permission. And now the Balabait, I brought them into, my, into your yard without permission. And uh, your ox comes and smashes up my, 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 my stuff. Mishnah says, Patur, because you never had to shoot. Now, if my, you, you brought, let's say you brought him into my ox, my courtyard. If my animal was damaged by your stuff, so you have to pay me damages now for my animal, animal being damaged. Right? And take note of the words here. Yeah? The Take note of that word carefully, okay? That word's going to be an important word on Amud Bet. So, huska, they were damaged. The animal, Mark Para, was damaged by hand from your stuff. If you put it with Rishut, though, then my animal's Chayev for damaging your stuff. And if, and, uh, and if he got damaged, then it's, his, it's my fault. Put fruit in, similar case. I brought in fruits into your garden. And my and, and rather your animal ate them. Patur again. Now if my animal was damaged by your fruits, right? Whoever the guy brought the fruits in, right? If I had permission to bring my animal fruits into your garden, then you your animal, then, then you are chayev now for damages. So we've got first the kadairot, the, the then the fruits, and now the shor. Alright? And my ox, gored your ox. Or oh, my dog bit your ox. Because you have permission. If you gored my ox, right? Now listen to this. If you gored my ox, right? 
Now, Nafal your ox fell into my pit. It was my well, there was water there. They have ish mav and damaged, ruined my water, made spoiled my water because I've got this dead ox carcass spoiling all my water. I can't drink the water. Chayev. Another halacha on that: if when he fell into the pit, the owner of the courtyard, his father or son were in there, maybe having a swim. the bala ox had to pay the kofir, right, because he fell into the bore and killed him without a shot. If he came in there with Rashut, all the damage by the that's up and down we see him pretty straightforward, right? That what's the, the, been the pattern in the Mishnah? If he had Rashut, if he never had Rashut, he's Chayev, correct? Revi says, Revi Omer, in all these cases, the even if he put you, allowed you to come with Rashut, says Revi. He still doesn't accept responsibility until he says, come in, my friend, and I will look after your animal. If he just says, come in, then you've got to look after your animal. If he says, come in, and I'll look after your animal, then looks after your animal. Okay, so Rebbe's got quite a big change on the Kesha of Rashut. If you came without Rashut, then there's no machloket. So you came with Rashut, Rebbe says, until you actually accept responsibility, you're responsible. Chachamim seem to say, even if you didn't accept responsibility, coming into my Rashut is, is like a, a de facto acceptance of responsibility. Okay? That's the reason. So the Gemara says, so now the Gemara is medayek in the ratio of the Gemara, which we said Rabbanan. Was ah, time, why is the animal responsible? The Shalob Rashut. Hab Rashut. If he came with Rashut, lo mechaib ba'al k'tere b'nizkei b'hem to the ba'al chatzer. He's not chayib if he came with Rashut. Velo amrinan ki bulei kabil ba'al k'derot netiruta de behem to de bala chatzer. And he says, now look at this, once he came with Rashut, we don't say that the Baal Kedair, or the guy of the jugs, took upon himself to look after, to be careful about the animals of the Baal Achatzer. Right? Now this is quite a, look at this, this they listen to that deal carefully. We said that when he came in with Atrashut, who's Chayev? The Baal Kedair, Right? When he came in with Rashut, he says, Ah, that's only because he never had Rashut. Look at Rashi. Time with the Shlomo Rashut. Because he never had Rashut, that's why if the Balachatzer, if the animals of the Balachatzer were damaged by the Balachatzer, Ah, but he came with Rashut. In other words, that we don't say now that the Baal Kedera, even with Rashut, when he came in with Rashut, he has to accept the, the, the responsibility. In other words, automatically who's responsible? Balabai. So who's that? Money. The Gemara says that seems to be Rebbe. Which is a little bit different to how we understood Rebbe. We understood Rebbe. Rebbe. The Mishnah is talking about the Balabayit responsibility. Here we're talking about the Balakaderot responsibility. Right, but, but, but that implies what? That the Balakaderot is not responsible. So who is responsible? Right, right. So, so I think they're both saying that in, it's similar to Rebbe. It's like Rebbe because in, in 
the Mishnah Rebbe is saying, unless you take explicit responsibility, you're not responsible. And he's talking about the Malabite. Here he's saying, unless the Baal Kadeira takes explicit responsibility, he's not responsible. No, but this is the Baal Kadeira, he's not responsible. Right, because he didn't take explicit responsibility. He didn't... Right, so in other words, so, 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 so what Rebbe is saying is that unless a person takes explicit responsibility, he isn't responsible. Right? So when the Baal Kadeira was given Rashut to come in to the Balachatzer, he was given Rashut to come in, but he never said, I'm responsible for your animal. Right? So therefore, the Balachatzer still retains responsibility for his animal. Okay? That, okay, that's the right. So the Gemara says, How many? Who's that? Rebbe. Rebbe, why is it Rebbe? Because Rebbe, the Amar, Kobestame, anytime there's a Stam acceptance, just a general Rishut, Lo Kibal Alei Netiruta. I don't accept responsibility. So I've got Rishut to come in until I tell you, Balachatzer, I'm taking responsibility for your animal. I'm not taking responsibility for your animal. Okay, like we saw in the safe of the Mishnah on the other way around, right? That's what Rebbe says. Which is a bit, let's be honest, we wouldn't have immediately understood that. Because we would have thought that that only applies to the Balachatzer. Right? But Rebbe says it applies as a rule. Anytime somebody gets rich, if you come, I said, you're not part of me, yeah, you can, you can use my car. The fact that I said you can use my car, until you actually tell me that you're going to be responsible for my car, I gave you my car to you to use, and I'm still responsible for it. It's a bit crazy, no? No, but I think it's implicit that you give somebody your car, you give oh. something you're responsible but for. But why? Yeah, I let, you, I let you bring your ox into my backyard. You're responsible for your ox. And I'm now responsible for your ox, according to Rebbe. That's the, Gemara, that's the Duke of the Gomorrah. Because the fact that I let you bring your ox into my backyard until you actually said to me, okay, I'm bringing it in and I'm now responsible for your ox. If my ox goes, your ox, you're responsible for your ox. Or not cause it. If your ox was damaged as a result of something that my ox did. That's what Rebbe's saying. That's the stam. That's the stam over here. The Rebbe calls stam a lo kabit ale neturata. Neturuta. So Gaboy says. Maybe. So that's, that's the diuk. The diuk is that time when the Shlomi should have a shoot. The fact that he came in with Rashut, the Baal Kedairot, mm. had Rashut to come in. Right? I'm still, he, he, he's got to shoot now and therefore he's put her inside it and therefore if your animal caused the problem I'm not responsible for your animal because I never took responsibility of your animal so if my stuff caused your animal damage I'm not responsible I'm allowed to be in here doesn't mean I take responsibility that's what the Gemara says that's what Rebbe, that's what the Gemara says so the Gemara now says, I'm a safer, but now in our mission itself it said, that was our diuk from the Rasha. Right? Right? But wait a second. Didn't we just say that if Balachatzer gave you a shoot, you chayev? That's what you wouldn't say, Selwyn. Right? That's the Gemara's But the Mishnah says it himself. But it's implicit, Derek. But, if you borrow somebody's drill and you break it, what are you going to say? You're, the, the, the Bala drill is uh, responsible? According to, according to Rebbe, yes, until you Rebbe, actually... Yes. According to Rebbe. So let's go, let's go to the end. What's but what's it? Well, we'll get to the end. One second. But according to Rebbe, let's go, according to Rebbe, do you agree that according to Rebbe at the moment you'd be
But Selvin might be right because look, the Mishnah itself says straight away that with Rashut, you chayev. The Balachat said the Balachat the Bala Kedar is chayev. So Gemara says, I'm saying, he chlis Rashut, the Balachat is chayev. He says, now Atan Rabbanan, now it seems to be like Rabbanan. The Amrei Bestama, Namiki would have come alay netiruta. With Rabbanan seemed to imply that implicit, if you've got permission, you take upon responsibility. The two, and look at the next line in the Mishnah said, Rabbi Omer, Bechulan and Ochayev, Achek Kabel Alav, Balabait Shmor. Now we've got a problem. It seems like the Raisha, by default, by the Diuk, with the Rav, seems to be going according to Rebbe, that there's no Rishut. The middle of the Mishnah seems to say that as soon as you get Rishut, you also imply responsibility. Then Rebbe goes along and tells at the end again, with regards to the Balachatzer, until he takes upon himself responsibility, no responsibility. So we've got Rebbe, Chachamim Rebbe, Raisha V'Saifa Rebbe, Umetziat Rabbanan. So Amar Abizayir Tavra, Bizarre said that's a kashia. We don't like that. Remember that we don't like this. It's a grashi. Kashia, Adadi Rashi Vesaifa. The Tanakabu, Mishi Shanazu, Loshanazu. Look at the Gemara. Mishi Shanazu, must be two different Tanayim. We don't like that. Rava says no. Rava says, Amar Kura Banani. Rava says no. It's not two different Tanayim. We don't like that. It's all Rabbanan. The first and the second. Not Rebbe, obviously, right? Uberishut. Shmirat Kederot. Kibalei Balachatzer. Vafilu nishbar beruach, and he says no. He says over here that diuk is not a good diuk. The Rasha and the Metziuta are both chachamim, and the moment that there is reshut, the Baal Achatzer takes upon himself all responsibility, even if the wind breaks it. Look at that. What does it mean? Even if the wind breaks it, the ul the antrei lechakamle. He said, "You come in, and I will look after it." The moment you step into my my courtyard with Rashut, says 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 says, uh, says Rava, I accept myself full responsibility, even if wind breaks it, not my animals, I, not, not, nothing that I had to do with it. Even I should have looked after it. Aval Bal Kedarot Lo Kabil Alei Midi, the Bal Kedarot didn't accept any responsibility. So that's the diuk that we learned. Just one second there. That's the diuk. The diuk is. That when the Baal Kedairot brings gets Rashut to come into my yard, all the responsibility falls on me. Our diuk was that the Baal Kedairot was responsible. Yes, why isn't he responsible? Because the Baal Khatzer is responsible. What day? No, I think that Rashut has got two meanings. Depends which meaning you use. Rashut is that you get permission, and Rashut is also that the area where you are, the place, is got its own responsibility without. Either of them taking responsibility, and I think that's why there's a bit of confusion. So, um, um, Rashut has got two meanings. So you mean Rashut as in uh, the, the Rashut Arabim? No, no, but here we're speaking clearly about Rashut means permission. permission. No, yeah, it's clear because uh, we've said when he gives Rashut, he's got to be able to choose his Chavis or Shachas. Yeah, that okay. might be why. So, that's how Rabbi says doesn't make, can't be that they're different like that. And bottom line is, so the Halokha, right? Bottom line. So, when you want the bottom line, the bottom line is, if you tell a guy you can come in, you can use my car with permission, well, that's a bit of a difficult one. Because, yeah, if I bring you into my yard, I take responsibility for you. So, now who's responsible for what? Wait, Kevin, we can't hear you. You're not clear? Kevin, you're breaking up. Breaking up. Can't hear you, Kevin. 
Okay, we'll try again. Okay, now he by Now the next, well, just one second, let's try and work it out. So now, if I tell you that you can come into my yard, bring your stuff into my yard, I now take responsibility, I'm responsible in my yard. So if I tell you you can drive my car, what am I responsible now for my car? Sure, that's according I'm responsible for my car while you're driving it. Can you, I'm not responsible for your driving, but I'm responsible for my car. Yeah. So, so what? It, car is a crappy car in. Uh, you mean if the car breaks down in normal course of events, it's my responsibility. But if you yeah. drove badly, you're responsible. Okay. Yeah. I could. I could. You're responsible for your driving, but you're sitting on a response. The car breaks down in the middle of the road. It's your car. And I would have to come and fetch you, and I'd have to pay for the towing costs, and I'd have to pay for the. It sure looks like that. You gave me sure a crappy car to drive. Okay. That's no good deed. No good deed goes unpunished. Right. Are we talking about someone that pays for the car or rents the car? No, pay rents the car. Then rents the car. Then I'm responsible. No, but one second. Rents the car. Then I'm certainly responsible because I'm charging you money for it. That's not a car hover. That's not a question. The question now is if I lend you my car, and my car, not my car, my car will never break down. Right. Somebody else lends you a car. And their yeah, car breaks down really now outside Gaza. Is it his responsibility now to go and get a tow truck and bring it, etc., 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 because he lent you the car? You think so? This is what it's saying. I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm not arguing. See, the person bought car would be nice. And okay, he'd be nice, it. but let's lift him a shot at Din. But if he wasn't nice. If he's a shia or not, he lends a car. If he's not a shia, then, then he's not responsible. Okay, well, okay, let's carry on. Right? So Amarav lo shalu ele shuuch lekabir. Rav says this only if he slipped on them. Aval achla. But if the animal ate the fruit, his fruits, and then Rashi says over here too much had died, then the bala the fruits is patur. It's only if he slipped on the fruits. So the Gemara is my 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 time away. Havelesh lo tocha. You shouldn't have eaten the fruits. You want to eat them, and you and you and you ate too much, and you died. That's not my problem. If you had slipped on my fruits, we're fine. Right? Amarav shesh amina. Shav shesh it says no. This halacha of Rav seems to be kinayim the shachir Rav Amal Hashmaitata. It's when he was dozing off. In other words, if Rav was wide awake, he wouldn't have made such a comment, right? The Tanya, why? Quite a bright or ten sabamave. You put poison. If neighbor matchaber. We discussed at the beginning of the shiur before we started recording the idea of killing a mosquito on Shabbos or an insect on Shabbos, right? Patur midina adam v'chayv in shamayim. Even though you patur midina adam because it was a grammar. Right, because you've actually force fed the guy, you still you chai b'dina shamai, and that's some amavedu, the law avdi achila, and that's something you chai there. It wasn't something which was meant to eat. It's not real food. About peirot avdi achila, but in other nami mechai, seems to be that you should be chai for fruits. You should never be chai if the guy dies out of your fruits. So how could Rav? Rav obviously didn't mean that Rav was sleeping when he said that alocha that if he's choked on the fruit or ate too much, he's going to be dead. Vamai. So why do we say there, no, you shouldn't be chayev in our case of you have a whole payroll. He shouldn't eat them our fruit. So I'm ready. Who are they? I feel a payroll. Then we part with an Adam. He says, you know, maybe even part payroll. Part with an Adam. 
says, no, we would have thought that, but we see that, no, we can't say, it could even poison you, which is not, it's a certainly fruit, which we know animals going to eat, you be chayah b'dina adam. Okay, so Rav does it, so, so that, that comment of Rav, when he only slipped, and not when he ate them, right, uh, Rav Shesh doesn't, doesn't say, it can't be. That's answer number one. But another answer is, that even some Amavid rushes aside, Asev, the Avidid Lemich, the fruit which he could eat, but who some Amavid Lebahim? There's some fruits. He said, no, maybe some Amavid we're talking about uh, which, which are edible, which the animals would eat because they think they get confused. There are, there are some, you know, there are some herbs in there that are dangerous to animals. If they eat them, they'll be killed. The animals, most animals know what they can and can't eat. But suppose if you got... Wouldn't this also be a case of putting a... a like a show, like a, if they even tell This would be the case over here, where, where they think yeah. he could eat it. Maybe it says that's why the Hainu Piri, that's fruit. That would be there, that's why you'd be Chayev. Okay, now they're going to ask Akashi on this. Meitivei on Rav, right? On Rav's question, Rav said, Lo Shanu. So Meitivei Haisha Shalichazal Netchon Chiti Metzabala Bait Lo Bishudu. Who took her wheat in to go and grind it in the house of the Chatzia of the Balabait without permission? Vachaltan Be'abatosh Balabait and the animal, the Balabait's animal ate all the wheat. Patur, we said Patur. Vim Huska Chayevet, on the other hand, if the animal was damaged by her wheat, then the Balabait, then she's Chayev, right? He's Patur and she's Chayev. Why don't we say that he shouldn't have eaten it in the first place? So why is she chived out that he ate her wheat? I'm um, saying, what do you mean? Is, is this, is this bright of yours any better? Can we learn more from it than from our Mishnah? And what do we learn in our Mishnah? When, she, when he slipped on them, he was Chayev, remember? We said, according to Rav, even, Rav said, Lo even Rav agreed that in Huchleka, in other words, if the damage was done, she was Chayev. So certainly over here, Im Huska, if, if the animal was, was damaged, would be Chayev. So the Gemara says, Udakarila, my Kari, what was this person thinking when they asked this Kashi in the first place? What was going through their mind? Why wasn't it obvious that our Mishnah is straightforward, that if the animal was damaged by your goods, you Chayev? We could answer to you, in our Mishnah, we had the words imuska bahen, damaged by them, right? Shehuchleka bahenhu. That's why if it slipped to the katani imhuska. Here it seems the bright told me only it was damaged. Rokali bahen, right? So achilahu diktani. When it means huska, it means clearly eating. Our mister seemed to imply that if it was damaged by them, which was a physical, the guy slipped on them. Here it just seems to say only eating. So how would the, the, the person who's arguing would say, I'm a little max, it makes no difference. I think we'd have to end the over here.